everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes to equip people to embrace and manage change. And on this special edition of our Mindset to Mastery podcast, we are going to be talking about strategies and tools to equip you for change. And today's topic is what I call blurred lines. It's those blurred lines between personal and professional. And in this particular day and age, I have had more and more people talk about how do they draw a line between their personal lives and their business lives or professional lives? How do they take time for themselves? How do they make time to, you know, relax or take vacations, you know, as I call it, the V word, um, or really be able to differentiate and prioritize different times in their lives or different aspects of their lives that they want to make sure that they are um, actually paying attention to. So on this edition of the Equip for Change episode of uh, Mindset to Mastery, we're going to talk about those blurred lines between personal and professional. Um, You know, there's been a never-ending battle between our personal and our professional lives. We have repeatedly searched for the elusive line or balance to both the personal and professional. But I want to hit you with a newsflash. There is no line between the personal and the professional. Everything about your life and your tota- the totality of your life makes up who you are. And so COVID-19 and especially it has highlighted that we're not working from home. We're not working remotely, we are at home during a pandemic trying to work. No other time has it been so evident that you can't get away from your personal life. If you have children at home, if you have you know, a spouse, if you have pets, if you have older parents that you're taking care of, if you have several extended you know, family members that are living with you, whatever happens at home that impacts your ability to work that impacts your professional life that impacts your focus it impacts your productivity it impacts your mental state in terms of how well you're going to think and be able to actually do your work so we can't look at this line in the sand that we draw and say okay now we're going to flip the switch and from 8 a.m until 5 p.m or 9 a.m to 5 or 8 a.m to 4 30 or whatever it is we are not gonna concern ourselves with anything having to do with our personal lives. That does not work. It is completely unrealistic to try to look at ways of quote unquote balancing it all. To balance means that you have equal time or equal focus on every single thing. That's not gonna happen. And when you're talking about engagement and you're talking about understanding how to develop communities and support, and when you are talking about ways in which you want to be more productive, when you're talking about showing up fully and wholly and authentically, you're talking about not segmenting people and their lives into these boxes with lines, you're looking at the whole person. And you're looking at every single thing that's necessary, that's important in that person's life, as well as what's necessary in order for them to be at their best. 
So stop trying to draw lines, but instead let's look at how we integrate all of it as the sum total of who you are and what your life is. And then we can, we can divide or prioritize or focus on what's important based on your, what I call natural rhythm and flow. And that's when you're trying to figure out what you're gonna do in the day and how you're gonna allocate your time. And, and that's what's important and necessary in this. So it's not about segmenting things and having a, a hard and fast schedule of blocks of time where you're gonna ignore everything personal to focus on the professional or you're gonna ignore everything professional and, to, and, and focus just on the personal. You have to look at this in its totality. So what does that look like? So I want you to start thinking about this differently because if you start thinking about the fact that I need to start taking time or I don't have the time to prioritize myself or I don't have the time to take a vacation and just recharge or I don't have the time to spend with my family or I don't have the time to do whatever you say you don't have the time to do that's a falsehood you do have the time you're just not prioritizing the time so I want you to try this approach this is something that has worked for me I want you to take the sum total of the number of hours that you have in a day available and that includes the, the amount of time that you need to sleep. So the amount of time that you have available in a day. And then you're gonna extrapolate that into the number of days you have in a week and the number of weeks you have in a year. So let's start with hours in one day. You've got 24 hours in one day. You need to start listing all of the different components of your life that are important, that make you who you are. So we have health, because of course you need to exercise and you need to be active. We have uh, relaxation because you need to recharge and just kind of, you know, woosah and let all of that go um, and, and deal with stress. You have rest when you need to sleep because your body actually physically does not function unless you have sleep. You have your professional responsibilities, meetings, uh, projects that you're working on, um, work that you have to do, you know, research, all of those kind of things. You have your family and the people that you love, that you care about, that you want to spend time with, your friends, that, you know, your social aspect. And then you have fun. And fun is just when you laugh. It's just when you watch a movie. It's just whatever it is that brings you joy. So I want you to list out every single one of those, just those things that I just described. So according to my count, we're gonna have health, relaxation, sleep, um, professional, family, fun, um, rest, and um, mental aspects. So maybe you got eight, nine, maybe 10 things max. So now when you look at your entire amount of hours that you have in a day, I need you to allocate every day how much time or how much of a priority are you gonna to give to sleep? Now, if you're like me, I have to have a minimum amount of sleep every day, or it's just not gonna be really nice <laughs> to be around. So if your minimum is five hours a night, six hours a night, eight hours a night, 10 hours a night, whatever it is, take the 24 hours you have in a day, block out the time for sleep. Once you take out those five, six, eight, nine, whatever hours it is, the rest of the time that you have in the day, that's what you're working with right now. And every day, you need to allocate some time for fun, for family, for to rest, 
in terms of, of relaxation, to have some, um, to focus on professional, to focus on personal development. Whatever your categories are, you're gonna divide up the amount of time that you're spending on each one until you have allocated time for each thing. Now, I know what you're saying. Keisha, I've gotta work during the week. Monday through Friday is when I have to get everything done. Saturdays and Sundays are when I'm gonna rest and recharge and relax and have fun. But how many times have you worked your 40 or 50 or 60 or even 80 hours in a week, Monday through Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday, you cram in as much family time or um, or outings or you know doing things with friends or going out or anything and it feels like a job it doesn't feel like you're having fun it feels like something you're obligated to do so I need you to understand how much time you are spending on your work life and I need you if you want to have quote-unquote balance I need you to spend just as much time on your personal life so all of the components that make up your personal life, you're going to have to schedule that in and allocate time for that. And I know it is not necessarily something we're used to because we are not used to focusing on ourselves and what we need. We were so focused on doing what everybody else needs of us and for putting ourselves last. Well, let me make a point to you. If you focus on putting yourself last, then you are going to be stressed out you are going to have issues with performance because you won't be able to focus. You, are, you may be great in, in moving up the ladder professionally, but you're gonna suffer personally with your relationships and with how you feel as an individual. So life is meant to be enjoyed. It is meant to be lived fully. And you cannot ignore the professional just like you cannot ignore the personal. So I need you to do this where you sit down and you realistically look at how can I fit something fun into each day, even if it's 30 minutes? How can I fit something that's going to relax me and, and assist me in recharging my thinking or meditating every day? How can I focus in something where I'm gonna spend some time with my family or friends and connect each day? It doesn't have to be a lot of time, but it has to be some time. And at some point, when you total it all up in a week, you need to start having some equality in the way that you're spending the numbers and where you're devoting your attention and where you are spending the most of your time. So start looking at this and, and it may be something where you need to actually take a week and log how much time you spend on each category at first. And after you have looked at exactly what you're doing, then you can make some decisions about how you're going to make the shift. It's not gonna happen overnight because it is gonna take time to build new, new routines. But if you are committed to it, if you are focused on it, if you are conscious of the fact that this is something that you want to have happen in your life and something that you are going to ensure that happens in your life, then it's gonna take you some time. So I'd say if you're, if you're committed to it and you structure it and you follow through on it for maybe the first, I don't know, 60 to 90 days of being very specific and intentional, then you'll find it's gonna become easier as you go. And the first day, yes, is gonna be hard. The first week, yes, is gonna be a struggle. But the more you do it, the more your mindset shifts about the way you think about it, and the more the actions are actually going to be easier to follow through with. 
this is not something I'm telling you to do that I have not done myself. So now, let's look at how are you going to put all of this in your schedule? How are you going to allocate what time, you know, when you need to do certain things? Well, that's when you start thinking about your rhythm and flow. And if you haven't listened to, um, I had a, a, an, an earlier episode of my podcast where I talked about our natural rhythm and flow. And our natural rhythm is the things, when we do certain things during the day, when we're at our best. We have all heard people that say they're morning people. I'm not hating, but I'm not one of those. <laughs> so if I'm a morning person, then I am, I am more alert, I am more energized, I am more excited, I am more ready to tackle my day at the earliest part of the day. If you are a night owl like me, you are more energized and focused and ready to, to tackle big projects towards the end of the day. So what does that mean? If you understand your natural rhythms and you understand what time of the day and maybe what day of the week or part of the week is best for you to complete different activities, then you start creating a flow to your day and a flow to your week by just scheduling different activities during your peak times. For example, I am my, my sweet spot in terms of me really being at my best to engage with other people is starting around 10 a.m. until around maybe 3 or 4 p.m. Though That's my sweet spot. And really, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays are the best times of the week for me to do that. Mondays and Fridays, I want to be more reflective. I want to think more about my day. I want to think more about my business. I want to think more about my life. And I want to, take I want to have more time for reflection and personal growth and development and ways for me to, to really think about how I can do things better and differently. So as a result, I schedule the big projects and the bulk of the things that I need to do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. That's how I blocked out my time. I allocated it by putting a priority and an identification on what is the best way for me to spend my time where I'm going to be at my best. Now, with that being said, I also make it a point to build in transition times. I build in rest times because you can't just shift from one thing to another. Your brain needs time to, um, to make that transition. So I look at this as a totality. This is, this is something all together that we are trying to focus on and we're trying to bring together as one. So once you have an idea of what your rhythm, your natural rhythms are, then you create a flow to your day in terms of when you're going to schedule different things that need to be done. And this doesn't mean that between the hours of nine and five or eight and four, you are solely going to focus just on work. You're going to have to have some time in there for relaxation. You're going to have to have some time in there to reset. You're going to have some time, have to have some time in there for some fun. So figure out how you can, you can move, you can, you can insert those things, which means that one of the other suggestions that I had given was about taking 15 minutes per day, several times a day, just to recharge, just to be still. And by doing that, you're allowing yourself to reset. You're allowing yourself to re-energize and, re and, and, and get your, your energy back. This is also times when, if you're like me, you forget to eat during the day, so you have to schedule in your times when you're gonna have snacks and when you're gonna eat. So with all of this being said, I want you to understand that there's, there's blurred lines 
between personal and professional for this for the exact reason that there is no line this is all about who we are as a whole person and if we want people to show up fully and wholly and and transparently and be able to engage with all parts of who they are at work that means they need to bring all parts of themselves to their day so instead of trying to divide what it is you're focusing on by thinking oh these are my work hours and this is all I'm gonna think about and here are my personal hours and this is all I'm gonna think about or for some people it's just this is all work time instead you need to think about this from the perspective of you're bringing your whole self to every day and so how are you going to spend your time given that you're not just one person one type of person you're not all work and you're not all play there are numerous aspects to who you are that you need to be um, you need to be respectful of and and you need to value and you need to give the attention that it's due so every single day there's components of you that need to have time allocated for it every single day you have to look at how you're focusing on your professional goals as well as how you're feeding yourself personally and developing yourself personally. And I know that when, as we're working from home, for a lot of people, it's very easy to say that. But what if when, when we go back to our next normal after COVID, that instead of us trying to fit ourselves into an old model of thinking and being and doing, instead, we start creating our next normal based on a new way of thinking about ourselves and about the way we allocate our time and the way we take care of ourselves and the way we prioritize the things that are important in our lives. You cannot have a engaged workforce. You cannot have people who are able to operate as their best selves if you force them to choose. You cannot have people who are going to be, to, to operate at their fullest potential if you constantly tell them that they have to hide or diminish parts of who they are. Every single day, you have to integrate all of who you are into everything that you do. So it's not a matter of choosing it's a matter of prioritizing and integrating everything. So I don't want you to think of this as you have to choose either or. I want you to think about this in terms of how can I do it all? How can I have all of these components where I don't feel like I get to the point where I'm, I'm about to hit a wall and I have to take time off or I'm forced to take time off because I have pretty much been running nonstop and I haven't been you know, taking any time personally throughout every day, but instead I wait until I get to a point where I have no choice. We need a new model. We need a new way of thinking. And what if what we're dealing with during this global pandemic, when we are thinking about how we want to live our lives and what is important in our lives, what if instead of trying to go back to the old way of doing things, we think about what is the best way of doing it that will fit into what we call our next normal. What's gonna be next for us? 
we've already grown and, and moved and evolved past all of the things that we used to do. And we found that it doesn't work. And most people were actually miserable trying to do it. So if you were miserable trying to do that, why go back? Why, why do you want to go back to something that caused you, you know, headaches and migraines and, and made you miserable and, and made you feel unfulfilled and, and made you take time away from your family and you, you, know, you missed your kids growing up or you missed family time and you missed connecting with people and you didn't stay in touch with your friends? Why would you want to go back to that? So instead of us drawing, trying to redraw these hard lines between personal and professional, let's take a lesson from what we've learned through living in this global pandemic, when we've had to reprioritize and shift and pivot in the way that we work and in the way that we spend our time personally and professionally. What's your next normal going to look like? What would your life look like, your day-to-day look like, ideally, where you could be at your most productive and you could be at your most fulfilled? What would you do? How would you organize it? What would you create as your own rhythm and flow? Because that is the only thing that's important when you are looking at ways of being your best and bringing your whole self to every day, not just to work, not just to you know, projects that you're engaged in, but bringing your whole self to living every single day. What would that look like? What would that feel like? Not where you feel like you're cheating one thing or another, but every single day you devote some time to every component of what's important in your life. There are no lines. You are a full, whole person. So why don't you look at your life and live your life fully, wholly, transparently, and authentically? It's not difficult. It just takes some time for you to really think about what's important to you. And I say this because I want this all starts within you and then you use the power of your, of your voice, you use the power of, of reflection and introspection, you use the power of understanding what's necessary in terms of meeting your objectives and your outcomes for your work, as well as what's necessary to meet your objectives and your outcomes for your personal aspect of your life. And, and put it all together into one What are your personal goals and aspirations and outcomes that you want to see for your life as a whole? Not segmented, not separated. Because if we're going to show up fully, wholly, transparently, and authentically, we need to do that all day, every day. Not just when you're at home, not just when you're at work, not just when you know, it's a certain time on the clock. But I think it's time for us to, to shift our thinking and, and really start looking at how we want to allocate and spend and prioritize the time that we have in the day and in the week and in the year in ways that will bring us more fulfillment, that will make us feel more happy, 
that will enable us to be healthier, that will lower our levels of stress, that will enable us to be more productive, and that will equip us to be able to embrace and manage change. So think about it. Take some time, focus just on you, and think about what would you want your life to look like, your whole life, and what would a day in that life look like? That is where you start. And then you start shifting your priorities and start reallocating your time so that you are showing up as your full, whole, authentic self every day and you're feeding every aspect of who you are every day, not just Saturday and Sunday, not just after five, not just you know before nine, but every day. If you wanna be fully, wholly, authentically, and truly happy, why not blur the lines and find out what is it that I'm doing that's giving me joy? What, what is it that I'm doing that's making me feel fulfilled? What is it that I'm doing that makes me happy? And figure out how to plan your life around it because that is the true meaning of living, not just existing. So I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope this is giving you some food for thought. Um, this is a little bit different from some of the other uh, podcast episodes that I do where I talk more about strategy and, and how it applies to um, the world of work. But I really wanted to take this time to talk about your personal um, growth and development as a whole person, not just a, what you do professionally. Because I think it's important, especially now, as a lot of places are starting to reopen um, um, as a result of, of, of COVID-19, and we are finally starting to look at what does our life look like next? What is the reality that we want to create next? And I think if we start thinking about what we really want our next normal to look like, we'll have a better chance of being successful in creating it. So. Again, I'm Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. You have been listening to Mindset to Mastery, the podcast, where we give you tips, strategies, and actionable items to help you change your mindset and master your success. Please visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com for information about me, to find out other find other episodes of my podcast, as well as to find information about my CARS Academy, my on-demand learning library, um, as well as information on my upcoming book that is soon to be released called Equip for Change, Doing the Deep Work of Transformation. If you are part of an organization, if you are even an individual, if you want to see change in your, in your society, in your community, in your household, in yourself, in your place of work, whatever it is, Change is the only constant. It begins with an event. It's a process. And it is one that we need to be equipped to be able to deal with and embrace and manage effectively so that we can be able to create and cultivate our outcomes of success. So thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate the time that you spend in listening. Um, please reach out to me. Um, and remember, my podcast is found on 
Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher. Um, there's a YouTube channel, and if you go to my website, you'll be able to follow me on all my social media channels. So um, if you have any questions that you want me to um, consider in creating podcast episodes around, or if you would like to have me come and work with your team or your organization on engagement, learning, or leadership, um, please reach out to me. Again, my website is carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of the last 30 minutes. I truly appreciate your support, and I look forward to connecting with you, engaging with you, and to assisting you in creating the life that you want and are destined to have. So until next time, please stay safe, please stay sane, and please stay sanitized. Bye-bye.